The Daily Mavericks moderate journalist Melinda Ferguson joins you every Saturday morning to review some of the latest cars on the roads and uh, keeping you up to date with the motor industry. Today, Melinda, good morning. I think we're talking about the Haval. It's a Jollyon hybrid. Hello, Abongile. Nice to hear your voice. Yes, it is the Haval Jollyon. Um, I've had so many questions about this car. I have not driven the Jollyon. Um, and I've been wanting to drive it, although I have to tell you, and I'm quite embarrassed to admit this, but because it's a Chinese-made car, for quite a while I've had skepticism about Chinese um, cars. A lot of them in the early days were not really up to scratch. So I've had this weird kind of almost resistance uh, to, to actually get behind the wheels of the Jolly On, which is like a – a, a mid-size SUV, and I finally got Haval, who's the manufacturer, to um, schedule the hybrid. It's the it's the brand new Jollyon hybrid, and I've been in it all week. And uh, you know. Okay, let's get down to business. Uh, I don't want to go to yeah. competitors just yet, but I mean, you you've actually had the drive with it. Uh, how did it feel? What was it like? Ooh. I'm shocked how much I love it. I mean, if ever there was someone who didn't really want to like a car, because I see them all over Abongile. I don't know if you've noticed, but Haval, Havals are really doing uh, incredibly well in South Africa. And I've, I, I see them on the road and I'm like, yeah, yeah, Chinese car. Um, maybe, you know, it's not, not like maybe the greatest quality and whatever, but Having spent about five days in this, in I, I have been in the super luxury one. It's that's what the model is called. I am shocked of about how good it really is, and I actually now understand why so many people are buying this damn car. <laughs> Because, I mean, look, in the past, I mean, I, I was also one of those, you know, mm, mm. you know, raising my, you know, opening up my nostrils and, you know, my chin. Snobbish. And, uh, yeah. Yeah, there's yeah. Like a snobbish feeling around that. Yeah. But, but many people that, like you said, are, that are driving it have said, listen, you don't feel like it doesn't feel like the old Havals, if you know what I mean. And I'm going to put that in inverted yeah. commas. They, they're saying it yeah. feels like a car. It really does. And I think that many manufacturers are pulling their hair out because they are doing damn well in South Africa. They've come in almost from nowhere. Look, I'll tell you a bit of history because it's always good to know what, where this, mm. where this, where this Haval motoring company really comes from. So in 2013, the Chinese company Great Wall Motors, GWM, I'm sure you've heard of GWM. Uh, yeah, yeah, I'm well They aware. established yeah, they established Haval, which was to specialize in SUVs. Um, it became very quickly the number one SUV brand selling, uh, selling brand in China. They sell millions every year. I mean, there are a lot of Chinese people to buy them. They've got so many stores in China. And what's, what's happened in the last few years is they've become the number one exporter. Of, 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 um, of cars in, in China. So they are exporting Havals to many, many different countries. I'm not going to list them. There, there are a lot of us. And in 2017, Haval established itself in South Africa. And it's been a kind of a almost fairy tale story for them because I think a lot of the prejudice or the skepticism around Chinese cars have literally 
it's 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 rebranded the idea that Chinese cars are here to stay, and they are in terms of quality right up there with all these other supposedly European amazing manufacturers. And we're going to talk about the prices a bit later on because, well, from what I hear, mm. Mm, 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 it seems like the amounts are nice and delicious. Uh, here's a question coming from Jeff. I don't know if you can answer it, Melina. It says, is there a, is there a big European or American car company backing, uh, Haval? No, not as far as I know. I mean, they don't need it because Great Wall Motors, which is the big Chinese, I mean, they are able to sustain and, and support Haval completely. I mean, I'm, I stand to be corrected, but my understanding on reading is that Great Wall Motors established this, this Haval branch in uh, 2013 and they've been able to fund it completely. So who's the target market here? Well, I think <laughs> I've suddenly become a bit of a, a, a fan. <laughs> I mean, I think families, you know, this, the, what's interesting, and let's go to the competition at the moment, because the Jollyon doesn't really traditionally compare with much. Because it's bigger, the tech is better, and um, it's got incredible safety systems in the higher models, in the higher-end models, which are obviously a bit more expensive. But traditionally, you would look at the VW T-Cross as a kind of compact SUV, a Hyundai Venue, a Kia Soltos, maybe the Peugeot 2008, but they're bigger and they've got better tech. So you're almost going, well, the VW Tiguan then or the BMW X1, but then you're going into like a premium segment and you're going, well, how does this Jollyon actually fit in? And now, just to confuse us even more, they've brought a hybrid, which is the one I've been driving. It's called the Jollyon HEV. It's not a plug, it's not a plug-in, um, electric car. Don't worry. You don't need power from ESCOM. <laughs> it's a self-charging battery as hybrid technology does. You know, you, it's a petrol 1.5 liter motor and it's got a battery that gives it extra power and extra torque. So we're sitting with 139 kilowatts, 375 newton meters of torque with the combined battery kind of numbers. So it's actually a, a pretty powerful and impressive when it comes to torque kind of SUV. Wow. Very, very interesting. So, um, you know, I just want to, maybe you can paint us a picture, you know, what does it look yeah. like? Is that kind of car that, you know, if, that it, What's the word that I'm looking for? You know, image conscious drivers, you know, would be happy to see. Because I think there's many people out there that are like, mm, I need to be seen in a specific car. Mm. Is, is it that kind of car? So while I was still suffering from my sort of skepticism around Haval, I would see them come be, come along behind me or on the side of uh, of my car on, on I've got a very loud aeroplane driving, driving, <laughs> driving past me, flying past <laughs> me. Can you hear me? Yeah, we can hear you. We can Are hear. we good? Oh, okay, okay, good. Um, so often in the last year or so, I've gone, geez, what's that car? And then I go, oh, no, it's a Haval. <laughs> okay, so I'm like, Ugh. it's a Haval, but it actually looks beautiful. So I have to tell you that it reminds me a little bit of that Range Rover Evoque in some way. Wow. Not not the, the slanting roof, but that kind of angular design. It's got a very lovely diamond front grille. 
very sort of standout silver roof rails. It's got these kind of flared rear brake lights at the back. It's got very nice sports alloy wheels. It's got these kind of very attractive rear spoilers. And it just has a stylish, quite unbelievably beautiful kind of look. Okay. Yeah. And, you know, for many of us, you know, the big question that we want to know, cost. Mm Mm-hmm. Cost. Are we going to the cost already? Oh, we, I, I'm, I'm, you're talking it up and I'm liking it. I just, let's get there. Okay, what? but before we get to okay. cost, I want to just tell you something about the inside of the car. And that's where I think I actually sat down and I said, oh, my word, this car is absolutely like equipped with such good tech and amazing safety systems that even like a BMW X1, if you had to spec your BMW X1 to have the kind of sophisticated safety systems that the Jollyon HEV has, you're looking at paying around $750,000. we will get to the price soon. Okay. So I want to talk about these safety systems. You've got the obviously the electronic stability system, which is the EEC, the traction control You've got ABS, EBD, all of that stuff that is kind of normal in other cars. But in this HEV, the the hybrid super luxury model that I'm driving, you've got a 360-degree panoramic um, camera. And I tell you what, Abongili, I looked at the screen and I was like, what kind of resolution is this? Because I have never seen such a good picture. Like, I was like, Wow, there's like you would expect like some blurry picture. It is super crisp. You've got adaptive cruise control. You've got something called traffic jam assist, intelligent turning assist. And that thing is almost like an autonomous driving system. So if you're driving, um, you can literally almost take your hands off the wheel to keep it in the lane. Um, Or that's lane departure alert and lane keeping assist as well. There's lots of these things. Um, You know, you've got your smart collision avoidance system, which means that if another car stops quickly in front of you, your jolly on is going to stop. It, it, It is quite unbelievable of how much intelligent tech they've put in the car. So maybe we are ready now to start talking about price. <laughs> After that picture, that crisp picture uh, that you were just the talking crisp. about. Yeah. yeah. But maybe, okay, I'm thinking now, wait, don't give me the price just yet. Because uh, you you talk to the fact that it is a family car. So that means then there's got to be safety concerns here. How, you know, when, let's talk about safety. What's your rating? No, man, I'll give this car a five out of five. I mean, I haven't checked on the Euro NCAP, which I usually do, and I haven't, but I can't imagine that they haven't given it a full marks because it's got better safety than, well, definitely than all its traditional competitors. Definitely. Um, what, let's just talk about fuel consumption because one of the, 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 the problems I think with the straight Jolly On, even though they've claimed it, the manufacturers say about 7.5 liters, a lot of my motoring colleagues have got more, more close to 10. So one of the bugbears with the Jolly On up till now has been that it's been very thirsty. Um, and and that's where the, the kind of there's a, a, a there's a kind of idea that Chinese cars are thirsty, 
But Jolion, or Haval rather, decided let's try and get a hybrid out there to stop the critics. And so they've claimed five point, I think five liters to a hundred or five liters. And, and Abongila, I've been able to get around 5.5 um, on this hybrid Jolion. Oh, that's very economical though. Can you, Melinda, can you hear me? I am in the most hectic <laughs> flight path. I've just had a, an aeroplane. I felt like it was actually going to land on my head. Yeah. It's very, it was very loud and I actually couldn't hear if you even spoke mm. to me. No, no, no. I was saying, okay, l- let's maybe then get to the price. So what, what are we looking at? Okay. So I'm going to give you a list of, of the whole fleet. Because we, we're starting at a very reasonable price, um, which is the 1.5 Jolly on, it's called the city. And that goes for 342, 950. Then you've got a 1.5 turbo luxury, a 377, 950. Then you've got a premium 1.5, 384, 950. You've got a 1.5 luxury. Automatic, four point four hundred fourteen thousand. Then you've got your super luxury, and I would suggest that people look at the super luxury because that's where you get all these incredible systems. Um, the super luxury is four forty six nine fifty, and then the ATV, the hybrid. Now you're going to maybe think, "Gosh, this price is starting to get a little bit worrying." But I still think after driving it for five days, it is actually not a bad price at all. You've got your 1.5 hybrid luxury Jolly on at 549.950. And the one that I've been driving, the super luxury, 579.950. Okay. So it's all about whether you can get your mind over, am I going to drive a BMW or a Haval? Because if you look at like the X1, BMW X1, you're going to find it really difficult to say that this Jolly on hybrid is not as good as the, as the BMW X1. But you're going to be paying about 250,000 Rand more for the BMW. Yeah, okay. I hear you. And Melinda, before I let you go, though, uh, out of 10, the car, let's rate it your thoughts overall. I'm going to give it an eight out of ten. Um, there are little, there are a few things that I didn't mention, but I am going to say the boot space is quite compromised by the battery. So you don't have a very deep boot. You've got quite a long boot. Um, but in the straight jolly on, not the hybrid, you've got a much better boot. In the hybrid, the battery's taking up quite a lot of space in the back. So that was what my one little bugbear. And also the other bugbear that I had is while the touchscreen is very good, it is quite far to reach for me being not a very short or not a very tall woman. I'm pretty average, but I've got to really reach to get some of the, um, the, the, the stuff sorted out on my screen. So I just thought maybe the screen could have been moved a little bit more sort of closely to the steering wheel. But those were my only two real problems. I'm giving it an 8 out of 10. I'm driving the straight Jolly on S in a few weeks' time, and I'll definitely come back and tell you what I think of that. Most definitely we'll be looking forward to hearing uh, from you on that one. Melinda, please have yourselves a fantastic Saturday further. Thank you. Cheers, cheers.